Okay. All right. So you're wondering where we were at, huh? No? Well, my feelings are a little hurt, but that'll be okay. I was wondering where we were at. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Bigfoot Revival. I am one of your hosts, the Sasquatch. And you are joined by the man, the myth, the cooler, the, the Yeti. Yeti. And so, uh, we have been uh, not on hiatus. We haven't been on vacation or anything fun. <laughs> we've been working. Um, the irony is that what we've been trying to do is uh, get we, we got a contract with a company. And we were hoping that it would free us up to do more podcast, more ministry with the church, that kind of thing. But it seems like at least the first couple of weeks, it has made us, the learning curve of this has made it to where um, we are incredibly busy the last couple of weeks. It's definitely been more time consuming. Yeah. So that being said, hopefully we're we're over that hump. We're starting to move towards the, the, the getting ourselves some more time uh, to work on things like this. And the social media aspect of it, and like I said, um, a separate thing, but the ministry to to our local body. And so, uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll continue to get better and gain more listeners and that kind of thing because of it. So yeah, and we y'all always, be praying about that. Yeah, I was going to say uh, we always encourage you guys to comment us or email us or um, Facebook Messenger us with any prayer requests that you may have. If I you get to a point and you're looking for something to pray for, pray for us. Yeah. So so today what we wanted to start off with is a book called My Utmost for His Highest. It's written by uh, Oswald Chambers. Mm-hmm. It's a devotional. Mm. And I like devotionals. <laughs> if you get, you, I think there's two different versions of it. I think there's the old English version of it. That he was an Englishman. And so it was written in in, in old Englishman uh, terminology, and then there is uh, a more modern, uh, un, uh, not translation, but uh, what do you call it? Anyways, it's been redone in a more modern. Yeah, I'm looking here. It says the original edition is copyrighted 1927 in the UK. Yeah. So, anywho, so. We, we read it this morning, and it really had some conviction. It had some pull to it. So we kind of wanted to share it with you. Um, today is July 9th. July 9th. If you want to, if you can look it up online. It's one of those things that's old enough that you can find free versions of it. But uh, if you want to, go through it. And I suggest... That phone... Yeah, to be the death of me, and it's not even mine. <laughs> so, so um, I would suggest look it up and 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 go through it and answer some of the questions that he asked in this one. So, Yeti, if you don't mind, start reading it for us. All right, I guess we'll just kind of walk through this thing and discuss it as we go. Um, this one particular, the title for it is called "Will You Examine Yourself?" and the scripture that's being pulled is uh, Joshua. 24 verse 19 it says Joshua said to the people you cannot serve the Lord and he starts do you have even the slightest reliance on anything or anyone other than God all right 
do you have the slightest reliance on anyone or anything other than God? I'm going to say this, and I'm saying it with love, so understand where I'm coming from. Say it. If you tell me no, I'm going to call you a liar. Because you are one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we all rely on other things other than God. Not understanding that those things came from God. Mm -hmm. Right? So we have things like grace and sovereignty and, and providence in our life that God has set up for us. But these ideas seem lofty. Yeah. Versus I rely on money. Why? Because I hand you money, you're going to hand me a product. Right. If I hand you, or or if my car breaks down, I know I can call the Yeti to come pick it up and tote it home. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if I need prayer, I have people in my life who I can go to to pray for me. Uh, if I need advice, I have people so I, to, to give me good godly advice. If you're hungry, you can go to the fast food restaurant and get something to eat. That's right. And so we have these things in our lives that are physical and they seem like they're now. What we don't understand is where we want to look at these things as high lofty things. They have an everyday practical meaning or um, practicalness about them. Let's start with sovereignty, I guess. Yeah. Right? God's sovereignty allows things like coronavirus. Mm-hmm. God's sovereignty allows for me to be here right now doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. God's sovereignty allows for the, the the things to where we all have this. When things happen that are that are that are really, really good for us and we say, I don't deserve it. Why have I why did this happen? Well God's sovereign and he was looking out for you. When things really bad happen and you're like, why is this happening to me? I haven't done anything to deserve it. Well the truth is you have uh but the other part of that is God's sovereign. He allowed it to happen to you. You should be looking for what he's trying to teach you in that. Yeah, You should look a, how to glorify him in that. Anytime there's a trial, there that's an opportunity. What, do you, what, what are we defining in trials? Joy. Yeah. We're defining yeah, yeah. joy in our trials. I thought you said, what are you defined in trial? <laughs> I don't understand what he's asking. <laughs> I'm not sure that was English. <laughs> um. But, but you are to find joy in your trials, mm-hmm. right? And that's part of God's sovereignty. It's also part of his providence. Mercy. I mentioned being able to go to people and get godly wisdom and godly prayer and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. That's God's mercy in my life. The fact that, that I'm a Christian is God's mercy. The fact that I'm not currently burning in hell is God's mercy. Mm-hmm. I don't deserve any of that. And so, or I do deserve, I don't deserve the good things he's given me. I do deserve the hell thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so, those lofty ideas to what we, what we tend to think of lofty ideas have very real world, laid out, practical, uh, practical manifestation, I guess, Mm -hmm. to where... Um, it's fun to think about, I shouldn't say it's fun, but people think of sovereignty as this thing. Oh yeah, God's sovereign. Mm Mm-hmm, yep, yep. I can't really wrap my head around what all that means, and that's probably true. But what I can wrap my head around is whenever a death happens in the family. Yeah. That's God's sovereignty. Mm -hmm. He called somebody home. 
Mm-hmm. That was his his thing. One thing I was I was preaching a sermon one time, and I can't tell you right off the top of my head what the sermon, what the verses were. But the thing that stood out to me in it was God doesn't kill anybody. He ceases providing substance and life. Yeah, that's good. And so uh, are we are we depending on God totally? Or are we depending on the good things that he's given us? Right. And a lot of times we, t- we tend to want to lean on the good things that he's given us. The good news is he's a loving God. He's a good father. And as we mature, I think we tend to wean ourselves away from the good things he's given us mm-hmm. as being dependent on yeah. them mm-hmm. and start start leaning on him more and more. Yep, that's right. Let's keep going. All right, then. Is there a remnant of reliance left on any natural quality within you or on any particular set of circumstances? Are you relying on yourself in any manner whatsoever regarding this new proposal or plan which God has placed before you? Will you examine yourself by asking these probing questions? Let's let's stop. Sorry, let's stop where he talks about uh, are you... Are you relying on yourself in any manner whatsoever during this new proposal or plan which God has placed before you? Yeah. That really stuck out to me. It sure did. Because, and we, we've already talked about it a little bit, we have this new proposal and plan before us. <laughs> right? Yeah. And and the question is, are we relying on ourselves or God through it? Mm-hmm. And to be 100% honest, we caught ourselves saying we're relying on ourselves. We're, we're putting more stock into what we can do in this situation than what God can do in this situation. And what's, what's funny about that is when we started, um, our whole business venture was a leap in faith. Yeah. And total reliance on God. Yep. But it seems like the more we've gone, the more we've kind of gotten comfortable in seeing what has come before us and what we can do to make things happen, to keep things coming. Yeah. And then before you know it, it's like, you don't even realize it. It's like, am I even relying on God anymore? Or is this all me now? Yeah. Yeah. Once the trial started, once we started making our way through the trial Mm -hmm. and we were coming out on the other side, we tend to, we tend as people, but, but us in this particular circumstance became more accustomed to it and, and started, Quit asking God so much to, to guide us and lead us through it because we thought we had our hands on it. Mm-hmm. We thought, we thought okay, we've done this enough now. We, we can do it on our own. But I don't think we're foolish enough not to have the understanding that everything that has come to us has been from God. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, absolutely. But at the same time, it's like, well, now that this has come, I can do this and I can do that. And then that'll lead to more things coming in. Yep. Yep. And you tend to look more towards self than praying toward. Because I remember at one time, we were praying for God to bring us work. Mm hmm. And He was faithful. Yep. He hasn't let us slip any yep. as far as that's concerned. But. I mean, shoot, I'll confess right now. I haven't prayed for that lately because it's, it's almost seemed 
for, for me anyway, it seems like my prayers to God for work has almost been like a primer. Mm. And once God established some work and it started coming in, my prayer ceased because yep. now the work's kind of flowing in naturally and I'm not mm-hmm. going to God for it. Mm-hmm. And that's convicting. Yeah. Yeah. And and then when you... We also have to, as me and Yeti are, are pushing forward, like I said, our goal is to make enough money due to the business so that we can spend time working here on the podcast, um, doing the social media thing, the website thing, hopefully maybe even start blogging, that kind of thing. And hopefully that will become popular enough, maybe popular, uh, we become uh, uh, notorious enough that that um, we can do this. Right, our our hearts and mind is really to serving the Lord, in in a in 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 a way to kind of get people to have conversation, to open up their minds, to to just uh, share the a more rural view of life, um, worldview, and because because all we see around us now, you look at the news, you listen to to what. Uh, I hear some some of these podcasters and, and, and YouTube guys called Big Eva. You know, they all seem to come from this one perspective. We disagree. We come from a different perspective. And so what we're desiring is to be able to get a, a voice out there that isn't, that, that's not anti what everybody else is saying, but just another point of view to get the conversation because we're not all the same. We don't all agree on everything. And some of that comes from us just having a different background. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's continue. So it says, will you examine yourself by asking these probing questions? Um, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. It really is true to say I cannot live a holy life but you can decide to let Jesus Christ make you holy. You cannot serve the Lord, but you can place yourself in the proper position where God's almighty power will flow through you. Is your relationship with God sufficient for you to expect him to exhibit his wonderful life in you? The people said to Joshua, No, but we will serve the Lord. This is not an impulsive action but a deliberate commitment. We tend to say, but God could never have called me to this. I'm too unworthy. It can't mean me. It does mean you. And the more weak and feeble you are, the better. All right. So. (laughs) That's something right there. Yeah. I mean, and and I think that ties into what we were talking about earlier, right? Mm -hmm. When this was all new, right? Yeah. And we were we were not sure, not confident in what we were doing. Yep. We were we were uh, trying to figure everything out. We were way more dependent on God mm-hmm. than what we are now. Now that's 
That's not a good thing. We should remain as dependent. But I think that point there says that when you are weak and humble, that's when you're going to be the most dependent on God. And that's when he can do the most the most through you. Mm-hmm. So when we think that we have it, what we're really doing is being, uh, we're not we're not allowing ourselves to be used by God. Right. And also, whenever you are more um, weak and feeble, it seems like some of the, lack of a better term, the smaller things that he does through you seem bigger. Yeah. You know, because whenever, it's easy to take what God does for us, through us, for granted. And then whenever he's working through us, instead of us saying, hey, look at what God's done, look at what God's doing, we just come to expect it. Yeah, yeah. And take it for granted. And we're looking for something more. And and there's a there's a difference too. Now, both of these people can be used by God. And, and, and so, but this is an example of if a multi-billionaire builds an organization and it's flourishing and it's working and it's a God-glorifying thing, um, people will just assume that the only reason it occurred was because of his money. Mm. If a poor guy, a poor man, does the exact same thing and he says, man, it was God. It was God. It's, it's people because they're... they're they would look at the lacking that he had and what he grew it into versus a rich man. They would just say, well, he spent all his money on that, mm-hmm. right? Now, they both may be godly men who, who invested. That's not the point. The point is that the testimony of the poor man would be greater in that circumstance because of his, you know, um, they would know that he wasn't able to do that himself. Want to continue? No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the book, not not me on that topic. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. The person who is still relying and trusting in anything within himself is the last person to even come close to saying, I will serve the Lord. Yeah. Kind of goes along with what we were saying. We say, oh, if I only, if only I really could believe. The question is, will I believe? No wonder Jesus Christ placed such emphasis on the sin of unbelief. He did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief, says Matthew chapter 13, verse 58. If we really believe that God meant what he said, just imagine what we would be like. Do I really dare to let God be to me all that he says he will be? That last sentence really, really kind of kicks me, right? Yeah. Do we, how to say, read, read that last sentence again. Do I really dare to let God be to me all that he says he will be? Do I really allow God to be what he says he'll be to me? That, that, that boils it down. That boils it down to are we being faithful to God, dependent on God, so that He can be everything He says He be? Um, 
when we do things at our own strength, we'll only make it so far. But when we allow ourselves to be used by God and are totally dependent on Him, He'll carry us a million times further than anything we can imagine. Yeah. All your needs, all your needs are met. And it, they don't make it easy. No. Right? Look at look at any great figure in the Bible. They didn't have it easy. I mean, Jesus was crucified. Moses had to go back to Egypt and set people free and then once he once God set the people free, you know, they were all fussing to Moses and complaining and uh at least we had cucumbers back in Egypt, you know, that whole thing. Um uh, you know, Abraham left his home city. Yeah. Uh was told that he had me millions and millions of offspring and he says, Well that sounds good. And he has two sons. One he has to one he has to send to the desert. The other one he, te- he God tells him to sacrifice. Well, that was even because of Abraham doing things his way instead of relying on exactly. God. Exactly. Oh, that's a good point. You know, the 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 child that God wanted Abraham to have came through God working a miracle. Yeah. The child that Abraham worked for wound up having to be abandoned in the desert. Yeah. Well, yeah. not abandoned, but but so without I mean, Abraham. Yeah. yeah. And the thing was it it wasn't on Abraham's timeline. Abraham wanted this whenever he thought it was going to be necessary. Didn't see God moving. Didn't trust God. Said, I'll Look, take care of this situation. This is an example when you let women tell men what to do. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say anything. But, uh, well, um, um. <laughs> okay. We're joking. Kind, kind of. of. <laughs> so, so um, the reason this was so convicting to us is... We have several irons in the fire, and we know we need to make a living. We know we need to uh, provide for our families. That being said, God's called us to to certain things, and there's a part of us that wonders: is the the business? What got that part of everything? Now we're not saying we need to become bums and just quit working, but the business has it become a distraction? Has it become a a a tool for us to lean on ourselves instead of God, and not allowing for God to work in our lives and shoot for the ministry that He's given us? And work harder at it, work harder at this podcast and the social media and the website and everything that goes on with it. And the biggest thing with that is people will say, well, quitting your job in the business would be uh, foolish, wouldn't be wise. But the question is, and and, and this happens a lot, where we mistake wisdom 
for what we're actually feeling is fear. Yeah. It's easy to get caught up in the comfort zone, go with what you know works, and then you have you it's easy to have missed opportunities there. Yeah. So so Yeti, this is how this kind of conversation plays out. Uh oh. Uh Yeti says I want to do this for the Lord. I want to start a ministry or or uh, a parachurch ministry, something to that nature. And everybody around him goes, now you know there's not a lot of money in that. It, it, are you sure about this? And they're asking questions and they're concerned. But what, and, and it sounds, and, and it very well can sound like wisdom. But what the truth is, uh, that that what sounds like wisdom is actually fear mm-hmm. that holds us back from what God is wanting to accomplish in us. We say that we trust God. We say that we we trust God to provide for our needs, our daily bread. Do we? You know. Yeah. And I think that's when it comes down to it. And all this stuff we're talking about in our particular crossroads, I don't think we've crossed into that tres- threshold of not trusting God or anything like that. I think yeah. that I think that through His grace, He's given us eyes to see how this could definitely become an issue. Yeah. And I think He's uh, given us His wisdom to, well, to do a podcast like this and talk through it. Um. But we also see the dangers, I guess, in in it too, and not saying, all right, let's take a step back. Let's look at the big picture. What are we doing? Why did we get involved with what we're doing? Where are we? What direction are we trying to move? Is this God? Is this us? There's wisdom in asking those questions. Yeah. Is this a distraction or is this where we're supposed to be? And is anybody else out there that can relate to this? Yeah. Sound off in the comments. Yeah, for real. Because, and like I said, I, we want prayer because as we move forward, as as our lives change and things change in in our world, we're wanting to we're wanting to to move in the direction that God desires for us. And sometimes we allow that that work to be what we depend on instead of God. Yep. Now, I'm not talking about working. I'm talking about a job. We're more dependent on that job than we are Christ. And so we don't want to get there. Um, We can see, you know, we we see places where we're going, okay, we're dangerously close to this. Mm -hmm. And, but we are trying our best not to. To, to fall into those traps. There again, if there's anybody else who who is in a similar situation and we can pray for you, let us know. Message us, email us. Um, we have we have an opportunity to move forward in ministry or to move forward in business. I think that's a good way to say that, right? Yeah. And we're wanting to move forward in ministry and and not wanting to depend on 
not wanting to have more faith in the business than we do Christ. Yeah. And so I think that I think that's a good way to sum that up. Yeah, for okay. sure, for sure. Well, so we've actually had a handful of prayer requests come in. Yep. And Yeti runs more of the social media part of this thing. And so he 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 lets me know and we we legitimately do pray when somebody says, you know, I have this. We've been praying for those things. And so we want to encourage for that to continue. Um, yep. Well, we're so thankful for each and every one of you guys that are taking the time to actually listen. To yeah. This. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it blows our mind that anybody does, but we're thankful and we're thankful for all the feedback, the prayer requests. Um, when, as we are praying for you guys, we, uh, trust and well and hope at the same time that you guys are praying for us too because that's our that's our call as christians that's how the world will know us by our love for one another that's right that's good so with all that being said we've not been given a spirit of fear but one i don't have it in front of me we gotta <laughs> practice my memory verse here <laughs> we have not been given a spirit of fear but one of power power love, love and, and sound judgment and sound judgment so remember that and uh we'll catch y'all on the flip side deuces we out <laughs>